Are you tired of putting yourself last? Of taking care of everybody else's needs and powering through to meet the next set of impossible standards? In our fast-paced society, we lose touch with our intrinsic worth, with the ability to value ourselves for who we are right now. Instead of living life exhausted, frustrated, and disconnected from your authentic self, maybe it's time to put yourself back in the life you've worked so hard to create. Join radio host and life choreographer Laura Cheadle and learn how to build your dreams and live your sparkle using the five steps of flaunt. Find your fetish, laugh out loud, accept unconditionally, navigate the negative, and trust in your truth. Hello, welcome to Flaunt, Build Your Dreams and Live Your Sparkle. I'm Laura Cheadle, and I just got done doing a really fun Facebook Live and Instagram Live about vision boarding. Now, why am I doing so many lives on vision boarding when vision boarding is something that people have talked about forever? Okay, let me tell you why. I am doing it because a lot of times people do vision boarding wrong. And what I mean by that is people think that if they cut out a bunch of pictures of things that they want and then they imagine driving the red car that they cut out the picture of, that poof, magically this red car is going to appear in their world. And, you know, wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't it be nice if it was that easy? (laughs) I'm here to tell you it is and it is not that easy. Okay, it is easy to do a vision board that works, but simply cutting out the picture and then imagining driving it really isn't enough. And there's been amazing movies out there that really hit on how to do this correctly. Um, The movie The Secret was an amazing movie that really talked about how to manifest and how to do things. Um, Tons of the Hay House stuff talks about how to manifest. Tons of thought leaders out there talk about manifesting and the power of vision boards. Um, Dr. Joe Dispenza does a whole thing with the Mind Movie. Mind Movie is a phenomenal app that really helps you um, create what it is that you want in your life. There are a wide variety of phenomenal tools out there that will help you create a vision board or the mind movie of your dreams. But what I am here to do is I'm here to give you a little bit of the science behind it. I'm here to share with you why it works and what you can do to ensure that it works. Because if it's really fun for you to just create a vision vision board or mind movie, then have at it. But if you really, really, really want those things to come true, to move into um, 3D reality, then listen to this show. This is the show for you. So, like I said at the intro, I am Laura Cheadle. I have got a really interesting background, actually. I started off as a corporate attorney. After I left the law, I started moving into more alternative, holistic-based therapies. I became a certified hypnotherapist. I used a lot of my dance and fitness training because I've always been a dancer. I've always loved fitness. And I just started exploring and experimenting with a whole bunch of different things, Uh, EFT, 
integrated energy therapy, movement therapy. I just started playing with different things. And what was glorious about that is since I have the background as an attorney, I'm very research based. I am very methodical. I, I believe in magic and I love magic, but if I'm going to work with somebody in my coaching practice, I need to know why it works. I always need the why behind everything I do. I don't care what it is. I need the why. And if I don't have the why, then I'm not even going to use it. I'm not even interested. And until I can figure out that why, huh, you know, Simon Sinek, find your why. I need to find my why in everything. <laughs> why does the shampoo smell this way? I always need my why. So I was able to take this wide variety of tools that I was learning and playing with, and I was able to experiment and conduct my own experiments, my own research on my personal hypnotherapy, coaching, and personal training clients and figure out why things work. Okay, hypnosis 101. We have the conscious portion of our mind, which is up to 11% of our mind's power, like 1 to 11% of our mind's power. That's not very powerful. The conscious portion of the mind is the portion of the mind where we decide things. We say, I am going to lose 20 pounds. We say, I am not going to nag my spouse anymore. We say, I am not going to lose my temper and yell at my kids and be a dysfunctional mother anymore. That's the part of the mind where we make all those rational decisions. I'm not going to be stressed out. I'm not going to be late anymore and drive like a maniac and then come flying into my meetings 10 minutes late. That's the part where we make all of those decisions. Okay, how many of you are like me? How many of you have made a decision and then not followed through with it? How many of you have decided, I'm going to put things away after I take them out, I'm going to make my bed every morning. I'm going to work out every day before work. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, and then not done it. I'm raising my hand. That's me. There have been literally millions of things I have decided over my 50 years of life on this planet that I've decided that I'm going to do that then I don't do. It's not because I'm weak-willed. It's not because I didn't want it bad enough. It's simple math. It's because I made that decision with the conscious portion of my mind, which was max, 11% of my mind's power. So 11% doesn't win out hardly ever. That means whatever is going on in the subconscious or unconscious, those terms are pretty interchangeable, portion of my mind is what's going to manifest in my life. It's what I am going to actually do. And nine times out of 10, it's not what my conscious mind says I'm going to do. It's the sum total of all of the experiences in my life and the sum total of everything that I have done in my life. So it's not only the things that I have done, but it's the things that those around me have done. They talk about cycles of poverty 
or cycles of behavior like child abuse, um, prison time, things like that. There are cycles. The cycles happen because we're unable to shift our subconscious mind. It has nothing to do with how smart we are or how educated we are or how badly we want to make a change. It has to do with if we're able to access our subconscious mind or not. Okay, so if you were abused as a kid and you hate it and you promise yourself, I'm never going to do that to my kids again, you're doing that with up to 10% of your mind's power. You've got 89, 90, 92, 93, 98, 99% of your mind in that track of abuse. It's not that you want to slap your kids. It's that that is your program. That is the pre-programmed mind. And it's really difficult to overcome the subconscious mind, which is where vision boarding comes in. And I've just got a couple of little vision boards that I'm going to pull up here. And they're fun and they're funny. And I'll show you and I'll explain some of the things. But the subconscious mind picks up images, sounds, smells, feeling like tactile feeling, and emotional sensation. So going on to that child abuse example, up here in your conscious mind, you're saying, I'm not going to abuse my kids. I'm going to have thinking state discussions. I'm going to use time out. I'm going to use natural consequences. I'm going to do all of these things. But when push comes to shove and your toddler is making you absolutely crazy, you are not in your thinking state either. You are in the irrational subconscious portion of your mind. You, once again, are in your toddler mind. So then you have two toddlers up against each other and what's going to happen nothing very good so your subconscious mind is your toddler mind is your vision board so your vision board helps reprogram your subconscious mind to elevate it to educate it to make it more mature so when you are triggered and your toddler is screaming and throwing a fit Instead of you diverting to your subconscious toddler mind, you will go into your subconscious mind and your subconscious mind will now be what you had on your vision board and hopefully it will be more in line with what consciously in your adult brain up here you want, which might be natural consequences, timeouts, anything like that. So does that make sense? I hope that makes, I hope that makes sense. It's simple math. If the subconscious mind is like 90% of your mind's power, it's pretty much always going to win. Okay, so reprogramming the subconscious mind is what a vision board is about. It's not just woo-woo magic, people. It is science-based. It is fact-based. Vision boards reprogram the subconscious portion of your mind and when you reprogram the subconscious portion of your mind to be in alignment with the conscious portion of your mind, magic happens. That's where the magic is. That's where the magic happens. It's when 
We have 100% of our mind's power going in the same direction. Okay. So I had said a little bit earlier that the subconscious mind has got its own language. The language of the subconscious mind is emotions, feelings, sights, smells, sounds, tactile sensation. So the goal in vision boarding or doing a mind movie or anything like that is to create sensation. If you don't have emotional sensation, you're not going to get into the subconscious mind and you are not going to create change. Okay, so on your vision board, you want things that create sensation. Let's talk for a moment. I'm going to put down my vision board. Let's talk for a minute about sensation. What are the books that have made you cry? What are the books that have made you so empowered and keyed up that you just want to go shout from the mountaintops? What are the movies that you watch over and over and over because they feel so good or because they provoke tears? What are the movies that stay with you long after you've watched them? What about songs? Songs, words, lyrics? What are the songs that you hear and it's like, oh, a gut punch. And you're like, I love this song. And you have it on repeat and you can't get enough of it. The first time I heard Disturbed's version of Sound of Silence, it was right after the election. And, oh, I can't even talk about it now. It was just like, it hit me so viscerally and I felt it. And his voice, his voice, I mean, it just took me away. It rocked my world. And I already have thought that's one of the most beautiful songs out there. And just with my emotion and his voice and the lyrics and the music, it, I mean, I felt it in every, every fiber of my being. And I was actually teaching a fitness class that next day, and I used that song for our cool down, and everybody was crying and hugging each other, and it just touched everybody, and it created sensation. It created emotion. Now, I can't tell you what emotion was created in other people, but all I know is we were all crying and we were all hugging each other. It brought up a lot of sensation. So that's the kind of sensation and emotion that I'm talking about that you want to create when you're doing your vision board. I've said this before, but I am a musical theater geek. I love show tunes. Show tunes are my thing. Musicals are my thing. I love the feeling of all the people just, you know, bursting into song and dancing down the street. That's how I really wish real life was. So when I want to feel happy, I might watch Music Man or one of those traditional musicals that are just cheesy and fun and they just take me away. And I know the song so I can sing along and it lifts my spirits and it makes me feel really good. Doesn't matter if it's King and I, if it's, it could be a sitcom for you. I didn't watch a lot of TV growing up. I don't want to watch a lot of TV now, 
But I have had a lot of friends tell me that the Friends theme song takes them away. It lifts them up. It makes them think about really good times and their friends and their connections and their joy and how it felt to be, you know, young, free, single, on the verge of creating this amazing life. That might be their song. It's a great song, but it doesn't provoke a lot of emotion in me. Same thing when I was married, we listened, uh, we had some of the Phantom of the Opera music done at our wedding because those songs meant a lot to us already and they already made us cry. And then having the memory of my two best friends singing those songs at our wedding it brings up a lot of sensation and a lot of emotion in me, and it's definitely positive. So that's what I mean when I talk about sensation. The hair raising up on the back of your neck, the tingles up and down your spine, wanting to cry. I said this in my Facebook Live this morning. Um, the opening song to Lion King, I just hear those first few notes, and I'm like drippy and misty. I don't know why. Anywhere, anytime, if I hear that song, I get teary. There's just power and connection and the love of the earth and animals and all of that stuff. It just really makes me mushy. So that's what I mean by sensation. Find your songs, your books, your movies, your TV shows, find whatever it is that gives you sensation and that can create that feeling of sensation in your body. Okay, once you know what it is that creates that positive sensation, then you can use those things to reprogram the subconscious mind. Okay, here's how that works. There are things that I want. I'm gonna like sort through my little image thing here. What I did, what I do when I do my um, vision boards, I like tactile, I like touching things. Um, I like the mind movies too, but I also like, for me, touching things. When scrapbooking photo albums was a thing, I like to cut out my pictures. I like to create, I like to use my hands and to create. If you are a digital creator, go with that medium. If you're like me and you like your glue, I love the smell of glue. I love scissors. I love cutting things out. I love drawing. I love, these are my little gem stickers. I love that tactile creation. So for me, in addition to some of the digital stuff, I like a real physical vision board because I like to cut things out and to draw and to create. So, do whatever works for you. What I have here, for those of you who are seeing me on the video, it's easier to see for everybody else. It's just a little picture, and it's about being a success coach. I am a female empowerment coach. I love coaching. But this picture from being a success coach, I really liked. It's got coffee, it's got a phone, it's got tea. It's just got things that I really liked about it. I like the font, I like the soft pastel colors, and it just feels really peaceful to me. So one of the things that I am wanting to work on 
in this next year and that I'm putting on my vision board is having a little bit more peace in my day-to-day -day existence. Now, let me describe what that means for me so you can understand how you use those things that create sensation and tie it to the things that you want. I love my work. Oh my goodness, I love my work. I have got a book coming out. It's being released on November 5th. It's called, just so you know, Flaunt. Drop your cover and reveal your smart, sexy, spiritual self. And it's being released by a New World Library. You can get it on Amazon. You can go to my site, laurachedle.com, L-O-R-A-C-H-E-A-D-L-E.com. And you can click the link to buy it there as well. So I've got a lot going on. I've got the book tour. I've got all of these workshops that I'm doing. I've got all of these speeches and talks that I'm doing. I'm doing my normal work too with my clients. I've got a 90-day coaching program. I do one-on-one -on -one coaching. I do a destination retreat. I have all of my normal stuff going on and my book tour and my book release and my workshops and my speaking and I have my family and I have my friends, and I'm just gonna say this, most importantly, I have me to keep healthy and happy. So what I'm wanting to create is a little bit more downtime and peace where I can unplug. Because I love my work so much, I tend to work all the time. Like, cre it's crazy. Like, I work 15, 18 hours a day because I love it. But then, I'll think I'm missing out. I'm really missing out on reading and hanging out and taking walks and doing some of the things that really nourish and nurture me. So my vision board, I want to have some more peace. So I'm not just writing the word peace or downtime because saying that doesn't create the sensation that I'm going for. The sensation that I'm going for is, okay, you know how you feel when you're on vacation? And there's different kinds of vacations. There's the kinds of vacations where you're hitting as many things as you possibly can, and there's the vacations where you're just chilling out. And I'm talking about the beach vacation, the lake vacation, the vacation where you're just luxuriating in being happy and wonderful and glorious. That's the feeling that I'm going for, that deep relaxation when you're laying there in your beach, on your beach lounger, somebody brings you a pineapple drink, you hear the waves come in and out, you've got your book, the sun is not too hot, and you really have no commitments, and you can really just chill and look at the waves. And look at the sky and close your eyes and nap if you want to nap. Roll over, have a sip of your beach drink. That's the sensation that I'm going for. So how do you capture a sensation on a vision board? That's the trick. So when I said I found somebody else's little coaching thing and there was an image that I liked, there's a pillow 
there's coffee, there's tea, there's some magazines sitting next to her laptop, and there's a journal with a pen. To me, that's the sensation of waking up and not having to leap out of bed and to race to get dressed because there's things I have to do. Doesn't matter that I want to do them. I want that feeling of Sunday morning laying in bed. So I am finding images that bring that sensation up in me. I hope that makes sense. And the image can be different for all of us. This little image of laying in bed with your laptop and your coffee and your tea and your journal and your pen might make some people go, oh, I don't want that at all. Then you wouldn't use that image. That image speaks to me and it brings up the feeling of peace. I also have a few pictures of the scene that I described. The lounge chair, the water, the peaceful beach. Now I went to Google Images and I started searching beach images, relaxing beach. Some of the images spoke to me. Some of the images were like not my jam. So I kept going through them until I found the image where I went, ah, that's what I want. I want to be here. I want to be on this beach. I want to be on this towel. I want to have this drink. And I created the exact perfect scenario for me. If you or if I had just been like, yeah, 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 it's a beach, and the image doesn't bring up sensation, then it's not going to create change in your subconscious mind. So it's going to do no good on your vision board. No good at all. You can have that image there that doesn't create sensation, and then you can like think about being on the beach, and it's not going to do anything for you. All right. Um, I had mentioned music. I have a picture now from The Greatest Showman. The music in that movie really moves me too. I am not using the images because I want to be a circus performer or a ringmaster. I am using the images because they create sensation. And in the movie, he had a dream that he achieved. So for me, when I look at this, I think about the dreams that I want to achieve. And this image brings up that passion of that music and the success that he had and the failure that he had and how it all came back together for a really happy ending at the end. It's this whole complete picture of success and happiness. So for me, I can put this image of the ringmaster from Greatest Showman on my vision board and whatever I'm working on in that moment, it's going to tap into to my subconscious mind. It's going to reprogram my subconscious mind based on the emotions, based on the feeling, and it's going to help launch me in whatever I'm working on next. It could be the creation of a new workshop. It could be finishing my TED Talk outline. It could be book launch and book tour. It could be anything that I'm working on in the moment. It's reprogramming my subconscious mind 
for success. Okay, now I had said earlier, I had given the example of how our subconscious mind kind of holds us captive based on what we know. And I'd use the example of like the cycles of poverty and the cycles of abuse. It's reprogramming that subconscious mind to take you to that next level. So if you are a parent, I'm no longer parenting young kids, but if you are a parent in that mode, that might be something that you're targeting. And those pictures might have nothing to do with parenthood, but they're pictures of you and your situation in a different elevated level. So it could be something completely unrelated, like a mountain picture, a picture of a forest, a picture of a lake, whatever keeps you grounded in how you want to respond. It could be a picture of a textbook because you might think I need to be educated in my response and I need to remain awake. So you might have a picture of like a sun that symbolizes waking up. You might have a picture of a textbook that symbolizes staying conscious, not re you know reverting and dropping into your subconscious mind. And you might have a picture of, I don't know, golden sparkles and glitter or something that makes you feel powerful. You can combine those pictures by cutting them out or by, you know, doing the little crop stuff online and you can create this image that has got meaning to you and it will help reprogram your subconscious mind and lift it out of its default behavior and help you in your response. Vision boards are fantastic for manifesting things. That's what people tend to think about. The car, the house, you know, the ring, the animal, the property, whatever it is. People tend to think about vision boards for things, which is great, but I like to expand it and to create feelings and relationships. So I use vision boards to make me a better partner, to make me a better person, to make me a better life coach. Yes, I use it for things too. I have a really pretty convertible that I'm putting on my vision board. Not only is it about the convertible, because I've always wanted a convertible. I don't know if I'd really like one, but I've always kind of wanted one. And I think, I'm going to put that on my vision board. But it's a little bit more than that. It's the sensation of freedom, of being able to mess up my hair and not care of being on vacation, maybe driving down the A1A, cruising along, you know, Highway 1 in California. It's the sensation, it's the freedom, it, what's that, what it is what that image represents, which also ties into my desire in the coming year to have more downtime and to relax. It's that vacation freedom. So yes, it might be about the car, how this might show up in the next year might be having a convertible or it may be renting a convertible and taking a vacation and driving it around. It doesn't matter to me. It's that sensation. It's that feeling that I'm tapping into with that image. Okay. So if you've got something very specific, like 
pull this up. Here's an image of a woman on, I don't know if it's a yacht or a sailboat or something, sailing through, I don't know, Greece, I don't know, some gorgeous place. Again, if I wanted to manifest a boat, I would use an image that still creates the sensation of what I want to do while I am on that boat. So if I'm manifesting that boat, I don't just put a picture of the boat. I might, but I would also put the pictures of what I want to do on that boat and how I want to feel when I'm on that boat. Do I want a party boat? Do I want to invite friends and family to my boat? If I do, then what I need to do is find images of the party. I might think about the songs that I am playing on that boat. Am I doing Jimmy Buffett Island music? Then I might have an image of Jimmy Buffett on my vision board. I might list some of his songs. I might have the little parrot head picture. Do I want classical music? Then I might have violins or a piano or something because it's the sounds of what I will hear on that boat. Will my friends be laughing? Then I might have the laughter word, the word laughter. Is it going to be an intellectual discussion? Do I want to have a group of academics get on my boat and we debate things? Well, then maybe I'll have a picture of my book or the passages that we're going to discuss. What am I going to be doing on that boat? Those are the things that I put on my vision board to manifest that boat. Not just the image of the boat, but what I'm going to do with the boat. And then that gets my subconscious mind engaged. No, I might not have had a boat before. How you shift your mind to that next level is by imagining, visualizing, pretending through the five senses what you're doing on that boat. Because the mind doesn't know the difference between knowns and unknowns between reality and fantasy. Okay, think about this. Have you ever watched a scary movie and jumped? Have you ever cried during a movie or laughed? Have you ever seen something like a mouse run over somebody's feet or something tickle and go, ooh, it didn't happen to you, but your mind saw it and your mind created those sensations in your own body. If you've cried, it's that empathetic response. It didn't happen to you, but you felt it. So that's what you're creating with your vision board, with your mind movie, whatever it is. You're creating that response for yourself. And if the images don't create that response, then you're not going to have that feeling. And then your mind is not going to know anything except the reality that you already have. So by moving into the sensation of using that boat and having it filled with intellectuals and parties, no, you've never had that before. But if you're imagining it and you're hearing it and you're tasting the champagne and you're tasting the oysters or whatever it is, the salty snacks and the beer. I don't care what it is. If you're tasting it and you're hearing it and you're imagining that conversation, you're getting that feeling and you're rewiring that subconscious brain to accept that that is something for you. Okay? Same thing with the parenting example. 
if you were abused and had a total dysfunctional childhood, what does it look like to have a normal childhood? What does it look like to raise kids without violence? You don't know until you're there. How do you get there until you know? It's like that catch 22. You have to create it. You have to create the scenarios of peacefully using a timeout. You have to create the scenario of a sobbing hysterical toddler and you just feeling fine. Having empathy, oh, you must be really feeling frustrated. I can feel that in you. And then being okay with it. And it takes time and it takes practice. And that's why it's important to look to other people. Find somebody who does it the way you do it. Maybe it's your kid's nursery school teacher and you're like, dang, they are so calm and centered and peaceful and things don't ruffle their feathers. And then you can watch them. And then you find the images and the sensations and you pretend that you're in their shoes. And you pretend that you're having that response. And you have the image and the sounds and you walk through how it is. And then your mind says, aha, that's a known now. I did it successfully once. Now I know how to do it again. Even if you haven't done it successfully once in real life, if you've done it successfully once on your vision board in your mind, that's enough. I'm pulling out my vision board from last year. There's like some cool yoga stuff. Things like this, visualizing how your body works and feels is huge. Weight loss. Oh my gosh, everybody wants to get in shape and lose weight. Visualize your body looking the way you want it to look. Wearing what you want it to wear, but more importantly, feeling how it feels. So you've all heard, I'm sure you've all heard of like, take the body you want and put your head on it. <laughs> cut out that, you know, the body, cut out the head so you can see how you would look. That's huge. That is step number one. But so many people stop there at step number one. And what I'm here to do today, and if you want to reach out and get more help, reach out and get more help because, oh, 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 I almost forgot. I've got a special right now for August and September only because um, I'm leaving on my book tour. So August and September only, two 30-minute life choreography sessions for $97. Yeah, $200 off. Normally it's $297. So two 30-minute life choreography sessions for $97. What is a life choreography session, you might be asking, and I say, good question. <laughs> it's where I help you choreograph the next steps of your life. So that could be in mind, in body, in spirit. It could be in a relationship. It could be for you. Where do I go from here? Most of us get so locked into the present moment. I've got laundry, I've got cooking, I've got cleaning, I have a meeting, I have this, I have this, that we can't plan past next weekend. <laughs> and a life choreography session really helps you create the next step of your life. So you're not just living by default, you are being intentional about your life. 
whether it's relationships or jobs or family or money or career or whatever, it's choreographing the next steps for you. So you can actually have the life of your dreams, which is why this show is called Build Your Dreams and Live Your Sparkle. Because if you don't intentionally build your dreams and create that next step, you're not living your sparkle, you're just living. And far too many of us have just lived <laughs> and have not created, which is why I'm doing the vision board class. It is so imperative for us to be intentional and conscious in what it is we're creating. So instead of reacting, and we're reacting from that subconscious place, which is our past and everybody else's collective past as well, we are intentional up here and we are responding, not reacting, we're responding the way we want to respond. Have you ever had an experience like I have more often than I care to admit, where somebody says something and you just react and then you go back and you think about it and you're like, I wish I would have said this and you replay it over and over and over in your mind. Why didn't I say this? I should have said this and you obsess over it. That's the difference between reacting and responding. When I hike, and I see a snake on the trail, I react. Ah! <laughs> I cannot control that reaction. Same thing when I see a mouse. Ah! I scream, I jump, I leap, I'm completely dysfunctional. That is a reaction. Most of us react in our life. That's that subconscious. Responding comes from up here. Oh, it's a rattlesnake and he's so far away, he's not going to touch me, I need to back up. Or, oh, it's just a harmless gardener snake. It's not, can't talk. It's not going to touch me. It's more afraid of me than I am of it and moving on. The vision board reprograms the subconscious mind so instead of screaming and reacting, you can consciously respond. Oh, danger or hmm, no danger. And then you can decide what to do from a rational place. Okay, make sense? Re reprogramming that subconscious mind is done through emotion and sensation. That is the language of the subconscious mind. The language of the conscious mind is words and intellect and reason. If you think about it, it's like left brain stuff. Subconscious is right brain, colors, images, things like that. Something else that I put on my vision board that helps me reprogram my life in all areas. Like I said, yes, it can be about things, but it's more about being. I don't want to say things don't matter. I like my things. I really like my things. I hope you like your things too. But who we are and how we feel, like I was talking about, you know, weight loss, is what really matters with that. So when you think about putting your head on the little skinny body or the healthy body or whatever it is, that's step one. But why do you want to do that? Always go back to your why. I'm looping back around. I started this earlier, but always go back to your why. Why do you want to look like that? 
please be honest. It sounds so good to say, I want to look like that because I want to stay healthy. And I want to look like that because that's what I'm supposed to look like. If that's your real honest reason, perfect. If your real honest reason is shallow and superficial, go for it and own it. If your real honest reason is, I want to make my sister really jealous because blah, 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 blah. Own it. Say it. That's your real reason. Okay? If you're saying, I want to be sexy and drop dead gorgeous, own it and say it. If your real reason is because you want to win at a race or a competition, say it. If you're just wanting to look a certain way because you're supposed to look that way, it's never going to happen. So on your vision board, you might put your head on somebody else's body because that's step one. But that step two is owning your why. And then it's finding the images as to why. Maybe it is your sister who looks dropped at amazing and who you've always been second best to in your own mind and you've always had all this jealousy and competition. Maybe you have a picture of your sister there and it reminds you of the real reason why. Why is because I always felt second to her. Why is because she was the pretty in shape fit one and I was the out of shape one. And then take that one level deeper. What is that really about? Oh my gosh, it's about my parents. It's about a childhood issue. It's about that boyfriend that chose her over me. Take it another step deeper. What is it really about? Okay, so then you might have the words sibling rivalry. You might have the words whatever to remind you of that. Then take that one step deeper. Oh, it's really about my self-worth, that I'm not good enough. Oh, it's really about me not trying. It's about me feeling insecure. Oh, wow, what's this really about? And keep taking it deeper and find the images that can drop you deeper. So it might start off as the image of your head on a skinny body. It might lead to a picture of you and your sister. It might lead to the word sibling rivalry. It might lead to the words heartbreak. It might lead to the words I'm good enough. It might lead to an image of a heart, maybe with a Band-Aid over it. And it will remind you that you're healing yourself. And it's going to bring up maybe some tears and maybe compassion for you. Or maybe some of the difficulties that you've overcome. And it's going to funnel you right into that emotional place of this is why. I love me. And I want to feel really good. And I was always left out. And I was always picked last for the team. And I want to be so capable and feel good. So then coming up, your images might be of you walking and having adventure and exploring new things physically and buying some clothes and having friends. And it might end with you and like a picture of images of friends, you know, doing a big selfie with their arms around each other. So it takes you on that full gamut of what is really that pain point and where you want to be once you move out of that pain point. Like I said again, if you have questions, please reach out to me. I am an expert 
at helping people uncover. <laughs> That's what flaunt is all about. As you may or may not know, I dance burlesque. I said I had an interesting background. I was not kidding. <laughs> From attorney to female empowerment leader and hypnotherapist, and I use burlesque as a way to reveal what's really underneath. And that's what a vision board does. It reveals what is really underneath. So you can transform that hurt and make yourself feel how you want to feel. So if you need help revealing, reach out, do my little two pack life choreography session, and let's uncover some of that stuff for you, okay? I'm showing for people who are watching this, and I'm sure it's backwards, but it says brave. That's a feeling. That's a word, being brave. There's so much in that word for me personally, professionally. It's something that I want my clients to feel. It's that one word encompasses so much emotion for me. As I uncovered some of the things that I want, of course I want business success. Of course I want personal success. Of course I want my family to be happy and healthy and all of that. The core, as I started uncovering that, was bravery. I know what I need to do to keep my business thriving. I know what I need to do to get to the next level. But what does it take? It takes being brave. Where are some of my sticking points? It's in being brave about it. It's in investing the money and taking the risk. It's in reaching out to people that I don't know if they're gonna respond kindly to me. It's all about me being brave. So what I uncovered as I started thinking through my business things was bravery. The root of that was bravery. Same thing in my personal relationships. What does it take to make my friendships better, my marriage better? It takes me reaching a new level of vulnerability. It takes me being wrong and admitting that I'm wrong and apologizing for things that I've really screwed up on. And what, as I keep uncovering, what does that lead down to? It's bravery. It's being brave enough to say, guess what? I messed that up so much. That's with my kids, with my spouse, with my parents, with my friends, with everybody. The root is bravery. So as I'm uncovering layers, I find being brave is kind of a core, core value, core emotion. What does it feel like to be brave? Ha ha, pulling up my greatest showman image again. This, to me, is an image of how it feels to be brave and the success and the feeling of that success. His arms are up. He's in the spotlight. I can feel when I perform and I'm on stage, I love it. I love the spotlight being on me because you can't see the whole audience. You can usually only see the first row or maybe the first couple rows and then it's just black and it goes on forever and there's the spotlight and it's just me 
and I can look down and I can connect to these people who are smiling up at me from the first row and I can just pour out my heart to them and we're in this relationship together and then when I lift my eyes I know there's people out there and I don't know if they're smiling or frowning but I'm just so happy and I just feel my heart boom and reach out to that and that's a very brave thing because usually when it's speaking or it's burlesque, you're revealing yourself. In burlesque, you're taking off a glove. You're taking off a jacket. You're revealing parts of yourself physically and you're setting yourself up for possible rejection. But that's not where my energy and my emotion goes. It's to the bravery of saying, look at me. This is me as I am. This is my 50-year-old mom body, and I'm loving it, and I'm showing it to you in all of its imperfect glory, and you can love it, and you can love me, or you can go get a drink. I don't really care because I'm here crushing on me. Same thing when I'm speaking. That's showing my intellect, showing my emotion. I'm telling you a story from the heart, and I'm offering it to you fully, uncovered. You can accept it or walk away, but my only job is to feel into it and to offer it up. So those are the feelings and the images around bravery for me. It doesn't matter what the thing is. Maybe buying that convertible is an act of bravery. I tune into the spotlight. I tune into the songs. I tune into the sensation of that. That can be having a difficult conversation with a neighbor. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's the sensations that I'm tuning into, which is my subconscious mind, which is now being reprogrammed. And if I can think about me standing in the spotlight with my arms up and the applause coming in and the lights, and I can take that feeling with me to a HOA meeting, and then I can speak from that place. That's for me connecting into my bravery. If I can take that sensation and use it in an automobile negotiation, that's me connecting into that feelings because I have reprogrammed my subconscious mind. Just from something that I love, where I feel powerful, does that make sense? That's the difference between just putting up a vision board with a pretty house, a pretty boat, a pretty car, and an awesome husband, <laughs> and tuning into the sensations. I said awesome husband. Let's move into relationships on that. Same thing. People get really hung up on what kind of a relationship they want. What is it that you want to feel in that relationship? Do you want to be loved? Do you want to be in a partnership? Do you want to be adored? We all have different desires in relationships. Some people want to be taken care of. Some people want to take care of the other person. Some people want it very equal. My bank account, your bank account. Some people want it very traditional and joint. Tap into what it feels like to have what you want. To say I want a good relationship means completely different things to different people. 
tap into what your desires are, find the images that bring up those sensations. It could be a story, a movie of a relationship that you want to emulate because you, those feelings are really strong in you. Put those images up on your vision board. I'm looking for an image, I can't find it right now, but not too long ago, I found a picture of a house that just brought me to my knees and I don't know why. I love my house, I'm not looking for a new house. But I found this image of this house that creates a lot of sensation. And I'm working right now with how I wanna use that image. Is that house because of the relationships that it houses? Is this like housing this entire lifestyle? What is it that I want to create around that? So the image of the house might be used for a relationship. The image of the house might be used for something else. I think I've really hammered home, at least I hope I've hammered home, the how-to and the why. So here are the vision boarding steps for you. How to, you can do it on paper. I love the foam boards because they don't fold. You can do whatever you want. You can do the stuff online. You can create a Word document. I don't care. You can use one of those things like Canva or PicMonkey and create images. Go to Google Images. Save the images that you want. Put them on a Word document. Size them. You can print them and you can cut them out. You can do it digitally. It doesn't matter but use the images that create the sensation. Sensation is the language of the subconscious mind. Images, feelings, touch, all that stuff. You wanna reprogram the subconscious mind because the subconscious mind is the strongest thing you've got going on. Your conviction up here in your conscious mind is max 11%. Tap into the power of the subconscious mind if you want to create change, and you wouldn't be here if you wanted to didn't wanna create change. Reach out to me, laurachetel.com or laura at laurachetel.com. Have a fantastic week. Share your vision board with me. Oh, 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 put your vision board on Facebook, Flaunt Flock. Best vision board wins. Not sure what you're going to win, but you're going to win something amazing. Have a fantastic week. And as usual, don't forget to flaunt. Tune in next time to Flaunt. Build your dreams, live your sparkle with radio host Laura Cheadle every Wednesday at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. Come release self-judgment, reveal your naked self-worth, and re-choreograph a life filled with joy. Flaunt. Find your fetish, laugh out loud, accept unconditionally, navigate the negative, and trust in your truth. Find out more at laurachedle.com. That's L-O-R-A-C-H-E-A-D-L-E.com.